Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Working Class Bowhunter Podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. I think I left about 4 No one ish. honestly really cares. Steve's calling me while I'm holding, <laughs> getting ready for this deer to stand up. Glad you took this deer out. He doesn't even drive American. <laughs> See, that deer's what's exactly what's wrong with this country, right? He doesn't even support local American-made deer-compatible vehicles. <laughs> that one that one arrow cost me $33,000. Just aiming too long and just moved a little bit. It was like, oh, no, it fired, you know, crap. I knew as soon as it left, it was just a little high. But he came right out in the field, made a scrape right in the cornfield, started grunting, walked 30 yards, made another scrape. You're listening to the Working Class Bowhunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T-Bone Turner from The Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Well, here we are again. It's the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast right here in lovely, absolutely beautiful, gotta check it out this time of year, Sherrard, Illinois, 1600. <laughs> gotta check it out. 1600 Buck Slayer Place right here in the Bucketorium. This is the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Oh, man. I'm, feel, I'm feeling good. Are you feeling good? I'm feeling great. Feeling, oh, feeling feeling, feeling great. We're recording a late night episode here, and it's not really that late. We're just It's 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, if you're on uh, the different side of the world, it's uh, it's that late. But uh, We're recording this episode on a Friday night, so this is what we're doing with our Friday. Mm-hmm. We're not going out to the bars. We're not doing anything really not, else not, too exciting. Not going out clubbing. We're not, you know, high-fiving people as they like drag race cars yeah no we're we're sitting right here for you guys because uh, this is what we absolutely love to do um today eric's missing but mark rife is filling in as always money bags doing work doing work son look doing at that work, son <laughs> i'll tell you what man man you you've kept your eyes on the prize for a long long time and you finally got to where you're at and uh I'm going to spoil your little secret. You've been shooting an HHA for a while, and that's how mm-hmm. you keep your eye on the prize, man. Ooh. Hashtag single pin nation. That was beautiful. Keep your eye on the prize. If you think that maybe that diameter is a little too bright, well, guess what? Go to HHAsports.com. They will take care of you. You can get any size diameter single pin site. I, I, whatever diameter you want. The diam- you mean like pin size? Is that what you're Yeah, I think about? it's pin you're, size. So you're like kind you of vague. Get, it, or housing, you can do whatever. Or housing yeah, to match, housing, whatever. Housing plus right. plus your your fiber optic pin size. Good thing we got too. someone advertising that doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah. No, you know what I'm but saying. But no, they're yeah. HHA is awesome. Great company. Great customer service. Lifetime warranty. I mean, I don't know what else you need out of it because it's really all you ask for in a company. Yeah, I mean, you know, you want to sponsor one of your fine states in the United States. Uh, Wisconsin seems to be the one that you want. Go to hhasports.com. 
99% of their materials made right there in Wisconsin. Yeah, pretty local, which is awesome. Um, also by Badlands Packs, uh, badlandspacks.com. Um, everything they're doing, same thing as HHA. And same moral of a company, I think. Like, you know, honest with, about what they're doing. They're passionate about what they're doing, and they stand behind it with that lifetime warranty. Literally, it could be the last pack and now clothing you mm-hmm. ever buy. You know, one pack. I have that Super Day pack, and you have the Monster pack. Yes, in uh, the approach camo, too, I might yep. add. You know, that pack, essentially, say you're going up a slippery hill, and you fall, and it's something and your pack rips, and you tear it up. You send it into them. They just send you another one. Or, or just re- repair whatever it needs repaired. It's the last piece of equipment. If you want it to be, you know, us hunting people get obsessed with gear, and we always upgrade. That's kind of part of the fun of it. Oh, but yeah. you got one pack that... You get that sentimental value in it, and you just love it. it. You can really have that pack forever. And yeah, for for all of you, uh, you know, camping outdoors people who don't hunt that happen to be listening to this, saying, "Oh, dude, I wish you guys had something for me." Well, guess what? Badlands Packs now has uh, tents and sleeping bags that you will ra- be wrapped up like a mummy, son. Yeah, no, <laughs> I want to buy some of those to see what they're like. I know lifetime warranty. They got a flask of lifetime warranty on. That's a that's a company that. You need to check out if they give you a lifetime warranty and a flask, you know, something you're going to sneak into a movie theater. That's a company you need to check out. <laughs> you know what else doesn't last as long as a bad land pack? Smith's Custom oh, Meatloaf. Mark. Mark. <laughs> I did it. Sorry. Nice. Smith's Custom Meatloaf does not last long. Uh, how long do you think it lasts when it gets to your house? Oh, like five minutes. Dude, it's, they're so good. They are. Uh, Smith's really makes it awesome. You have all those options and the. The fact that you makes like those meatloafs are already pre-made in the tin foil. You just put it in the oven forever long, and oh, it's so good. That's for me because I don't cook. Yeah, I grill a little bit. My wife kills me because I never cook a meal a year. <laughs> Seriously, well, but I will grill out. I'll eat that deer meat. Dude, that's, <laughs> that's, that's like different. So yeah. if he makes it easy. I'm on it right. all over that. Well, most of us too, because if you shoot a deer and you're going to deer camp and you got an oven, you know you can pop that in the oven. You know, if you got to fletch an arrow or something, you can take your time do your own fletching or do whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're still maybe you're butchering another deer. You Good know what I mean? Lord, like, here's 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 Kurt living the life of killing multiple deer in camp. I would love it. The beauty of it is, you shoot one. If it's November, you're right back out there. That's there right. you go. You can drop it off at Smith's. Know you're getting your deer. All right, buddy. We'll see you here in a few days. Yep. Hopefully, I got another one for you. And he's like, "Cool. See you later." Gives you <laughs> a high five, and you're on your way. Yeah, and hopefully, you're not too far away from Viola, Illinois, where this all goes down. Uh, coming down 67. Take a right at the Smith sign. Go down a couple hollers. Coming up 67. Take a That's left right. at the. Smith sign. I'm trying to get a us a little hours. working class bow hunter sign to hang by a little chain. Dude, that'd be so, you know, it'd be even better if it was just go. the logo. I would love it. Yeah, people be like, "What is that? It's a deer antler with a microphone." I don't get oh. it. <laughs> nah, people know it's where deer are killed, and uh, you know what? If you kill a deer and you want it to make it look make it look as pretty as uh, as our sign allegedly will be, just drive on down maybe eighty. Stop in a sunny little town called Geneseo, Illinois. <laughs> find Canal Road and drive down a little bit and pass the music fest, which is going to be happening there. And you're going to find <laughs> <laughs> you're going to find Creative Critters Taxidermy. Yeah, that's the thing I'll I'll tell you about later. But uh, Creative Critters Taxidermy, we are so lucky to have Mr. Moneybags, Mark Rife. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. Yep. Come on out to the sticks. I'll take care of the other end that Scott don't do. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. So, uh, 
with our sponsors, you really you go from I don't even I don't even like to call them spa, spa, whoa sponsors partners. It goes from the you help and killing of the whitetail deer or whatever it is from the site to packing it out with the Badlands to Smiths with the processing to creative critters with the taxidermy, and then. Maybe we need to get sponsored by like a draw a drywall company. Yeah, we should. You know, <laughs> you know yeah. like we help you do it all. You know, we're like your guidance counselor to like living a successful deer hunting life. You know, we tell you how to kill it, we tell you where to take it when you kill it, and then we tell you what to do with it after you kill it. Yeah, we can get we cover it all. Uh, we that might mean, even come help you hang it on your wall. Hey, could, there you go. Could be a service. <laughs> what do you got there in front of you, Steve? Well, I'll tell you what, you know, each and uh each and every week we try to do a vet shout out. Um and uh in lieu of that, sometimes we'll, we'll do this uh you know, it's something that's near and dear to our heart. Um we want to talk to you guys real quick about the the Dark Horse Lodge. Um, it's a peaceful retreat for combat veterans. So, you know, any combat vet, they're 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 in the process of building this, but it's going to be a treat uh, retreat for you. So, you know, you went and uh, served our served our country. You know, you protected freedom. Um, you know, it's time that maybe we give you something back. You know, you guys put your name on that blank check, and uh, you know, luckily it didn't cash. Um, but you can check this out, and uh, for our li- all our listeners out there. They they do need your, need your help. I mean, they're in the process of building this. What you can do is, if you want to send donations, um, you can email them, mail at darkhorselodge.org. Uh, hit the website, darkhorselodge.org. They're on Facebook. Um, they do have a PayPal, so if you want to send money there. But if you just are shopping on Amazon all the time, go smile to smile.amazon. Oh, mm-hmm. I got it this time. Yep, yep. Smile that Amazon, and what happens there, anything that you were going to buy anyway, so, you know, if you checked out that new Amazon thing where you can just push a button after you run out of something, you're going to buy stuff anyway. You might as well go to smilethatamazon.com. You can uh, type in Dark uh, Dark Horse Lodge. You can just select it. It's one under it. Oh, yeah. So it's like you, a drop-down box. You just select yeah. it, and then once that's selected, anything you buy, a percentage of what you buy goes to them at no extra charge to you. So it's... So. Either way, you're not losing. Either way, you're benefiting by helping veterans. So just yeah. do it. You know, if you shop on Amazon, everyone does. Smile dot Amazon. Mm-hmm. And so you know, you'll be uh, helping out some vets. This is going to be in, uh, I believe, Tennessee. So um, check yep. it out, combat vets. You know, they're, they're going to love this retreat, man. It's it's a little bit of a getaway, um, just for them to hang out with their buddies. You know, relax. Not have to deal with the stresses of life. And you know what? They dealt with a lot of stress just so me and you could. Not only do this podcast, but Bullshit enjoy about it too. hunting once at least yeah. once a week. <laughs> at least once a week. So uh, please check that out. Darkhorselodge.org is the website. Awesome. Okay. This episode, guys, we were talking about this um, during hunting season, even a little bit before, about doing our working man budget trail cam review. And what we mean by that is during the season, um, Eric, Steve, myself, um, Mark's got a few. We kind of picked up trail cameras that happened to come up on sale at just like the department stores um, in our area. So we're talking anywhere from thirty bucks to a hundred hundred ish dollars in a trail cam. So, but I did have one other Bushnell trophy cam. Which one is this exactly? Here, I can't even remember. Um, I got a Bushnell trophy cam aggressor is what it says on the back label but i got that pulled up online here we'll get into the specs so that's 
we're, we're going to consider more of the higher end camera. I mean, you know, you got your Reconyx, you know, and some of your other brands, but we'll talk about the the trail cameras we bought kind of sporadically. Yeah. You know, we weren't like, okay, we got to buy one of this, one of this, one of this. It was like, just buy what you see on sale and you're comfortable buying, and we're going to use it, and we'll just talk about it um, comfortably in an episode. So this is the loose cut working man's budget trail yeah. camera review. Um, so in this comparison, we have – let me get up the – pull up the website here. We had – I had, personally, I had two wild game cameras, and then we had a Cuddyback, a couple of Bushnell cameras – or no, one Bushnell. I had two Moultries, a Stealth Cam. Eric has a couple of Moultries. Yeah, I had a wild games I cannot figure out. Like, I, I cannot remember – like, I wrote it down at the time – and you guys know how this is. Anytime you get a, a trail camera in, you There's know. a new one out the next year. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it doesn't. I, I kept trying to figure out which one it was. And, you know, we, we looked for it. And we just could not find. Like, I, I have it at my house. I could have looked at it. But, um, yeah, I just I don't know the the name of it but i mean I'm so let me start then since you're we're talking about wild game cameras i'll start with the two wild game cameras that i have and we can kind of go from there and talk about it and then we'll just merge into the other models yeah so the one the two wild games i have i hung them up last weekend are the wild game innovation six megapixel digital trail cam n6e um so this would be uh it's got infrared flash up to 40 feet um PIR sensor up to 50 feet holds up to a 16 gigabyte SD card. I um, mean, you know, it's got, you know, your time date, temperature, location, um, 30 high intensity LED infrared flash. Um, this one has the time-lapse thing. I don't know. Mine should have it. I guess I didn't know it had that on there. It doesn't say what the, tr- did I cover trigger speed? I don't think so yet. I don't think it has it listed on here. But I think this camera is actually discontinued. I don't know if they even make this camera anymore, but it was just one that was on sale at Dick's Sporting Goods. I right. bought this camera for 35 bucks. I was going to say, yeah. So this camera so far for $35, I have two of them. I have one in black and one in camo. The one in camo is a couple years older, and I've had that since, I don't know, for a few years. And both these cameras, for the money, have been really good to me. Hmm. Um, maybe some of the night pictures aren't as high as quality, but for being as you know thirty dollars and just another camera you can throw over a trail just to see what's moving through, it's they've been pretty good cameras. Hmm. I can't really argue with them. I mean, for thirty bucks, you can't you can't beat it. Yeah, I, you know, with with, with the wild games I got, you know, uh, they opened a Dick Sporting Goods, right by right, Sherrard. Yeah, right, right by Sherrard, and uh, you know they had a bunch of deals, so I went and got a camera, and I think I ended up paying a hundred nine bucks. Something like that, yeah. you know. I I was like, all right, well, I'll I'll pick this camera up, you know, so we can uh, we can do a little review on it or whatever. And and I just wish I remembered the name of it, but it was it was one of those ones where it's like an XR8 or you know whatever right. they name them. So yeah, I threw it out there, you know, just let's see what happens. And um, I mean, do you, are you, you know, pleased? Not happy? You're kind of you're giving me some <sighs> weird signals here. Do you know where you are? Yeah, I do. Here's here's the thing about this camera. Like, I I tried a couple different settings. 
She's like, not sure what the model number is. Don't really know anything yeah. about it, but listen to me mingle <laughs> yeah, around. Know, and you're like trash this thing. I don't even know its name. Let me vaguely talk about it and just kind of bring the whole episode to a halt. For like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's good. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, no, you know, not go, sure what it is, but I like it. Yeah, it's I'll, good. No, yeah, you should buy one. I'll go ahead and absolutely. Cool. Yeah, no, I'll trash something. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Sounds like everyone on Facebook. But uh, <laughs> people are like, what? What is he talking? Like, yeah, it's pretty good. I like yeah. it. You know. It's all right, you know, but you know, you know, it's just that's my impression of you. Why do I have that accent? I don't know. Your Canadian girlfriend or something. It's I don't know. Okay. What are... <laughs> right, here's the here's so this camera's here's, just okay. Here's the scoop on it. Uh, I don't. It, it was this. Uh, the big feature on it was um, that time lapse. Oh really? And is that is that uh, something you would use? I don't really dude, have an issue, a reason to use uh, time lapse. Here's 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 my thing. Okay, so what the time lapse is? It, it takes like a picture you know, a minute. Yeah, or, a big yeah, picture a minute. Are you dusk you can, and dawn? Yeah, you can kind of determine the time, whatever how many how much time between each picture. Or whatever. Uh, yeah, and you know if you set it at the standard one minute, um, you guys know sometimes how deer move. Sometimes they're not there for a minute. So, dude, you might have just missed a huge deer, right? Yeah. But but norm- normally for that setting though, you're gonna put it over a field edge, yeah, to see what direction the deer are coming into the Food field. And, and I, I get that, yeah. You so wouldn't, you wouldn't put it on a trail, you know, no, and have yeah. you want a wide span of view. I would think for that, yeah. Setting. So so putting that there, I just I, I wasn't a fan of it. Um, and then I tried the video, which the video is okay on those cameras. Uh, the same thing, like my wild game cameras too. They're a little lower end, being thirty to forty bucks. Yeah, so you, you know that's on sale too. But you know, I, I did not hate the quality of the video. It gets the point across. Here's the situation, though: if you only have like an eight gig uh, um, SD card in there, I, th- I think mine was eight gig. What's going to happen is if you leave that video on, and, and keep in mind too, I left the video and the uh, um, time lapse sensor on. That that card's going to get filled within three days, right? And yeah. you do not want to be out there checking cameras okay, every so let, three days. Let's do this: your mystery model of wild game camera <laughs> that you, we don't yeah, know what the hell it is. Give that a four out of ten yeah, stars. Do we want to do one <laughs> to t- ten, or should we do like good, bad? Just uh, you know, well, I didn't get to the the overall pictures, but you know what? For a for a camera that if you for a working man, like if you wanted to set it out and set it up right to where it's only taking pictures, um, on a trail, I would actually give this camera a seven out of ten. Whoa! A couple Whoa. of you know, started I started scary, a, but uh, you know what? There was just a couple of... <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. I'm saying it. I'm sorry, hey. Steve, but I just don't believe any of the bullshit you hey, just come said. Come on. All right, look, here's... Whole, if I'm a listener right now, I'm going, this motherfucker don't know what the hell he's <laughs> talking about. Here's what, I, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say about it. Um, <laughs> I'm know what kind like, of no, 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 no. Listen, me listen to right this. Listen, okay. listen. Hear me out, guys. Dude, like the, the, the features that they like promoted were just dog doo-doo. You know, they were just not good. Like All the, right, let me give you. I, an did, I didn't care. Review. Hold on. Well, let me let me finish, Kurt. Before you keep cutting down my review, <laughs> I I did not care about the time lapse. The video just ate up everything. But as far as the pictures go, uh, there was a little left to be uh, a little left to be desired. I I think that the picture the the shutter speed could have been a little bit better. They could always be quicker. 
Mm-hmm. That's the thing but, with the cameras, especially the budget cams. It can always yeah, be a little yeah. quicker. I mean, there was like doughs, like you could pick out a dough from a lineup. But what, is what, how good they were. But bucks, uh, you I, know, you really had to. Get, for some reason, on that camera, you really had to had to sit down, judge them, and and figure out, you know, where okay. they're moving fast. So uh, six megapixels are what these cameras are. I think one I have is even a one's a five, one's a six, and they're like the same model, same body. Um, they look just like this. Uh, in 6e wild game innovation camera um real simple it hooks on the tree with just two little bungee straps the bottom unlatches and it's got real simple controls i would say for the ease of use between the trigger speed and the megapixels and dependability and battery life is all pretty good for how cheap they are i would say if you run into one of these cameras on sale for 30 bucks it's worth every chance um but when you looked at the whole entire trail cam scale yeah, I would say they're worth the buy. I would probably give them. I would. I would just give this like a flat, like recommended status. Like mm-hmm. not nothing's real great about Ooh, them. You're not gonna give it out of ten. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll do it out of ten. I'll give it a six out of ten for uh, as for a, a functioning. It, it works like it should for the price. You gotta kind of expect that for that price, right? So it does what it should. It does you what know, it should, and and you gotta <clears throat> if you pick up these cameras, it just adds another eye in the woods for yeah. you. So that's what I do. I, I'll put these cameras. In the spots where I'm like, someone could see this from the road mm-hmm. or something. You know, I put them more in the high risk to someone spotting yeah, them yeah. spots and just to see. And I'm completely cool with it because if someone rips it off, it's not that big of a loss. The great thing about having a bunch of them, even if they're cheap, is even if you miss a picture here and there, if you got more of them out, you're going to end yeah. up with more pictures overall. Right. So it may miss, you know, For something, sure. but it's still going to. That's why Tinder was invented. It's that, it's, that, it's that large reach. Yeah, you might strike out a couple times, but, man, you know, okay, there's so one. That's that camera. So we'll give that, we'll say that a five or six out of ten probably for uh, what you could expect out of it. So not Just bad. to recommend, not okay. highly. So next we're going to go to this ca- And I got into a weird couple-week span where I started just wanting to buy cameras and build my collection up. And that's what I did with these budget cameras and where we got the idea to do this. So the next one I bought was a Cuddyback Attack IR. Um, this is like the skinny one. It looks like a kind of like a tree in a way. This camera, I think I paid about $90 for this camera on sale, $89 at Dick's Sporting Goods uh, last summer. Um, this camera for being, I guess I'd call it, we would call that high, it'd be the high end of our budget cam right. comparison. But I guess overall, this would kind of be like middle of the road camera. You could get one yeah. of the more features, but this one's not cheap, not $30 cheap. Um, the nice things about it, we'll go into, you can check the SD card easy from the top. That top just latches open. You don't got to shut the camera off or anything to check the SD card, which is awesome. The negatives I don't like about it is the door latch slides into the tree mount. So in order to get the door open on the back of the camera, you have to slide it off the mount and it's kind of a pain in the ass sometimes. Which Mm -hmm. it's, it's really annoying because like, if you've got like a really good height, you know, because like an inch or two, I mean, you yeah, could, it, 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 yeah. it could, I'm not saying it will, but like it definitely could. Like if you're getting good photos at that, you know, and then we actually have one here. We're messing yeah, with. we got it. But like if, if you have it there and like you're getting really good, you know, all of a sudden there's not like a weed that's right there that's, you know, happen to pop up that's triggering that thing. You know, what you, I do like about it, though, is it's pretty easy to program. As far yeah. as there's just this dial in the middle of it, and you can do video on or video off, and you can decide if you want 
whatever your delay is, the date, time, year. Um, there's some test settings on it. This camera, I would say for the price, I'm not really pleased with it. Like, I kind of, I guess I'll go into more detail. I kind of wish I would have took this $90 I spent on this and cut that $90 in half and went and bought two more cameras that we're going to talk about here in a second. So, for the price point, I'm not, I mean, it's what I expected, kind of, but it's kind of, I don't know. I don't like hanging it. It's kind of difficult to hang, especially if you're in a hurry. Sometimes I want to, I'm going to run over here, throw a camera up real quick get back to my vehicle and get it slip out of there. Yeah. It's kind of a, a pain. Um, Eric actually had bought one of these too. He actually bought the IR plus, which is what I got pulled up on the computer. And n- we're not even kidding. He threw the thing in the trash. <laughs> he did. Really? I told him, he go, I go, you still got that cutty back? Hell no. I threw that thing in the garbage. <laughs> oh, no God, way. sound just like him too. I, I'm like, you did? <laughs> yeah. I threw it right in the trash. And I'm like, why? I would have took it, man. And he's like, the thing didn't work. He just threw it in the trash. He probably didn't put batteries in it is the thing. You right. know? <laughs> That's the thing. I don't, you know, my dad and I have experience with some of the old cuttybacks, and we got, man, that old model I have in the garage outside. Oh, <laughs> dude, that thing is ancient. 35 that, millimeter film? Nope, nope. It's nope. just after that. Oh, it's when okay. it was using the... the, the uh, oh, real, this thing prints out Polaroids, homie. <laughs> it, it uses <laughs> the real big like SD style card. I can't remember what they are, but... One, Floppy I, disk? No, it, it, <laughs> damn near. We hated it because we only had one thing to view the pictures on with that stupid big card. Oh, um, yeah. It had a software malfunction when we first bought it. We had to send it in. They repaired it. We brought it back. It worked for like two months. And then last time I checked it, it took a, basically pictures nonstop like it was on like a burst mode oh, until yeah. the battery would die. <laughs> just mal- It was just malfunctioning. And I actually just said... I'm not using it anymore, and it hung on a tree for, like, three years outside. <laughs> and I finally pulled it down, like, last year. But uh, so my initial experience with Cuddyback is not really that great. Mm-hmm. I not With the camera I have, I'm not fully impressed. For, the, for So for this camera, at the price point, about 90 bucks, I would give it a, I would say a four. Yeah. A four out of ten. So... I would say I think there's cheaper cameras that are better than the Cuddyback um, IR. But just my opinion and my experiences with yeah. it, that's all I can tell you. <laughs> but if that's the only camera you had that in, in to put out? You know, this camera, will it works. Yeah. It does work. And it's a good size, and it looks cool. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that kind of helps when you're buying it. I, I don't hate this camera. Yeah. I don't hate it. But... Lots of I, other choices for that amount of money. Yep, there's a lot of other choices I would probably that go would with work. first before just, this. That would work just as good, if not better. Right. You know, this camera will go up probably mm. next week or the week after, and, you know, I yeah. expect it to take pictures like it should. Um, but th- not saying it's the worst camera I've ever used. Mm. It's it's probably middle of the road. Like, you know, I probably could have spent $90 on a better camera, but, you know, I, I'm okay with it, and I'm going to use it. So, but, but I'll tell you what, man, like the, the coolest thing of this feature, and, like, I hope they, you know, can start doing stuff just – how easy it is to check that SD card. Yeah, it's right on the top. That's it, definitely awesome. It opens up super easy. You just, like, within a second, you're accessing uh, the SD card, which is, you know, huge yeah. for guys that want to go out there. And, you know, with with my camera, obviously you had to open up the, the side there and, you know, go through and, like, open right. it. And, uh, you know, when you put it back in, you got to hit power and all this stuff and make sure – Make sure it clicked on. Uh, right. You know, this is just real easy. Well, yeah, that's, it's nice. It is easy. You can just on the fly check it. Um, the nice thing I look at, too, is um, 
don't um like you get to see what accessories it has for it. Like you know, this one has they have the bear box for the cutty backs where you kind of can lock your trail camera up. That's always nice, but yeah, I would say you know if you want to try it, it'd be worth a try for you. Maybe some cameras work better than others, but so we'll move on to the next one here. Um, what else we got? I got the okay. Let's talk about stealth cam. Stealth cam's been around for a long time. Yeah. I have a 35-millimeter stealth cam at my dad's. <laughs> um, so this one I bought was like 100 and it's on, on listed on um, their website at $89.99. This is the P12 stealth cam. And I, have, I believe this is the exact one I have. I actually have it out right now. It's got the different quick settings where you can... It's got so like off, quick setting one, quick setting two, three, custom, and then like a test setting. So you can program, say you want quick setting one, you can program it to be whatever ever megapixels you want it on with this whatever uh, delay between pictures. So you have all those quick settings. So yeah, I think I got this from Farm and Fleet. And Dude, that thing's a dial with six options and then an enter button and an up and down. Yeah. Like that's simple. Pretty simple. But Mm -hmm. here's the thing I had with it. I hung it up, and I put it on quick setting one or quick setting three, whatever setting I had it on. Don't matter. The thing did not work. I left it. It said it was counting down the delay. I leave. I'm all excited about this spot. I put it in, come back. Nothing. Camera's off. Couldn't figure it out. So one day I'm like, okay, I'm going to figure this thing out. I I put it in the kitchen. I've played with every quick setting on there. The only setting it works on is custom. Really? Yep. Oh, no. So I had to open it up. Right up with a Sharpie, so for my dad knows too, because I got all these cameras now, right. and I marked custom area, and I wrote a little note in Sharpie pen, like, this <laughs> camera only works on the custom setting. That being said, it worked really good on the custom setting when it worked. <laughs> well, that's because you set it up. But a new issue is I put put batteries in it, brand new batteries. It's always, the battery indicator is always showing half battery, battery life. Uh, it'll never so this camera i would say for the trouble i had with it for i spent about a little more than what i did in the cutty back on it not recommended i would say i would give this a two out of ten elbows what if you bought another one (laughs) what if that just happened to be a faulty camera i would not i don't know if i would take the chance on another one to be honest with you i mean maybe if it was 30 bucks and there's one on sale and i picked one up that would probably be the only way for me the only thing that could really change my mind, and like you know, Mark, if you bought one and brought it around, or like, hey, check this out, this thing's yeah. awesome. It would take some good. It would take a lot of hoaxing for me to get over to be like, all right, I'm going to give yeah. it another chance. A yeah. hundred dollars for me, like I said earlier, with the Cuddy back, I could buy some other cameras. Better work. Yep. yep. So Do that money. I would say, hey, I know Jim Shockey endorses them. I'm not saying they're bad cameras. I, you know, maybe I just need. To, maybe I got a bad a bad unit. Mm-hmm. Could be. So. Yeah. Well, maybe that company has bigger, better models, too. It could be. Maybe but, he's using the top-of-the-line one. Right. But, yeah, you know, if I buy one for 90 bucks and you got the option that you give me three, four quick settings, they should all work. Oh, absolutely. So Yeah, two should accidentally even work. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's just kind of pathetic that I had to set that thing out three, four times, replace the batteries, figure out what it was, play with it around for a few hours, mm-hmm. and then to finally get, like, oh, this is the deal with it. I'd rather just spend a little more money and got a real expensive camera and not have to deal with any of that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I hate to do it to you, Stealth Cam. I'm gonna give you a two out of ten. Yeah. Ooh. 
These are budget cams. Remember, yeah. we're not talking top of the top of the. Oh, Kurt line. turned down a stealth cam. I can't wait to swoop in on that. Um, where are we at here? Let's talk about Moultrie cameras. Um, Moultriefeeders dot com is what we're under here. Um, so the A five. I have two A five cameras. Um, I've bought these for around forty dollars on sale. I got the A five Gen one and Generation two. Basically, the same camera, just a little different design. Um, five megapixel logo infrared game camera, um, fifty foot night range, captures day and night video, um, a delay of one five ten and thirty minutes. So between pictures, um, this camera for the price point, absolutely loved them. On a budget cam rating, I'm going to say it now. I give them a ten out of ten on my budget cam rating. Nice. These That's things pretty huge. were a lot, like really reliable, really good pictures. Um, I had them out in cold, cold, like into February, into January, cold, and they mm-hmm. ran fine. Um, so I got all of the pictures out of my buck with the split G2 with these cameras. I like I felt confident in how little of money I paid for them and how well they worked. Nice. I'm sold on Bushnell, and Eric's the same way with his. The Bushnell no, or Moultrie? Moultrie? Or Moultrie. Sorry, I get them on. I'm looking at the Bushnell here yeah. next to me. You but know yeah, what? The I, Moultries. Man, I can't wait to like, like trail cameras can start having like Snapchat filters. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you can like put like the time and day, and you're like, look at this buck, and all Speed. of a sudden the the buck's got like some stupid dog ears on it. But, um, man, yeah, I I, I remember you talking about these Moultries and. Uh, you know, you were like, "Dude, I couldn't, I, I couldn't have spent any any better money," um, which is 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 really huge for working class guys. I mean, dude, we don't got money to you know pay people to sit out there and glass deer for us. You know, we gotta we gotta figure out what's there, what's shootable. Especially with me traveling, man, I gotta I'm yeah. gonna be, you know, hoping these Moultrie cameras like do their job while I'm away because when mm-hmm. I come back, that's my scouting. Right. Yeah. yeah. I had a Moultrie. Uh, we just got it last year in 990i. And so far, thing takes good pictures. I haven't really had any trouble other than I'm not tech savvy. And for me, I just right. want a simple camera that just does this, that, and this. I don't need all the bells and whistles. And so for, for a little confusing for me, but once right. you figure it out. But I got it right at season start. So I didn't have time to really, you know, I just took it out. Oh, I'll just read the sticker and do for it. For sure. But it worked good. So I would give Moultrie a good rating for the one I got, too. But it was more expensive, like 169 on sale. But a little higher end of a camera. Yeah, but still, I think the Moultrie brand is good up and down the board. Right. Well, yeah, so this one, this is the newer generation A5. I don't remember what it says, what gen it is. Uh, gen 2 um, A5. Um, yeah, I, can't, I think I got this for like 40 bucks. I want to say. But, it's, you know, it's got the three notches. It's got, you know, your delay, 10 seconds, 30 seconds, one minute, five minute, um, your high, low, and then video. So you can choose what quality of pictures you want. It's got the enter button, up and down arrows, um, off, setup, on. You know, that's what you need. On button, click, go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's the that's doors. That's what I like to do. Put the SD card in it, turn it on, and it should set itself. Yep. Pretty much. You could do that, too. It's yeah, pretty the, straightforward. The doors look something, again, left to be desired. But, I mean, if that's the worst thing but about this camera. That's something I learned to love with these cameras, though, Yeah, is how 
freaking simple they are. Yep. It's just the front latches. You can strap this thing on the tree, then open it up right. and do your thing. Nice and quick. And, and it, it's got the directions on the inside of the door. Yep. I hate trying to carry a pamphlet in my pocket. Okay, yeah. Unfold this right. thing. Exactly. Yep. I love these cameras. I... I think I'm going to get on Amazon when I'm traveling, sh- ship a bunch to the house here. There you go. Um, ship them to my house. I'll put, I, I know some spots they can go in. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> but really, though, I do love these cameras, and no one's telling me to say that. It's just my uh, experience. Mm-hmm. So, And we got that older. I think, Mark, you have it over there. That's the yep. older generation, yep. A5. But I love them. I'm hoping that I, they go on sale again. Always look at Farm and Fleet or Dick Sporting Goods. You get them for pretty cheap. Um. And then, and then, the aggressor low glow is what I have in the Bushnell. Look the at that! Trophy oh, that's cam the bone HD. collector one, old T bone. Yeah, so Bushnell, I had one of their old trophy cams, and it worked really good for a few years, and then it kind of crapped out on me. Um, I don't know something with the software. I sent it in; they gave me a discount on a new one, and so I went with this one. And this is my baby camera because if it's a more high end camera, yeah. Um, you know, I hang this in the middle of my private property that I know no one's going to really try and rip it off. But um, 0.2 second trigger speed, um, 14 megapixels. So it, this is top of the line camera. Yeah. So this doesn't really fit into what we're comparing to, but it's a good option if you want to spend a little bit more money on a camera. What's that puppy run? Um, I can't remember what they are. Um, you can find out here. I'm sure Amazon. Has got them, Mark. What do you have? Well, for your as long as you camera? go to Smile that uh, Amazon Reconics, to buy one. The five hundred, which is well five almost five hundred bucks. <laughs> so that named it appropriately or four fifty. But like you said, with stealing it, uh, I'd got a deal where you got like the steel case that you can lag bolt to the tree. Uh, right. You know, it's a fifty dollar case. I got it for free because I found a deal, but. Yeah, four hundred fifty bucks. Otherwise, five hundred. But it, I mean, it's got a real nice steel case. You can lag bolt four lag bolts into the tree and padlock it. If somebody's gonna steal that one, good luck. Yeah, they're taking the whole tree with them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. So they got uh, not only do they got their uh, sins that they're gonna eternally burn for, yeah. but uh, they've got uh, firewood that they can burn. I got too. a question. Do a lot of those have the uh, security code on the cheaper cameras? Security that code. Many cameras. You know how like I'll. I'll go to mine and I'll open it up and I'll punch in a four digit code oh, really? to unlock it. So no. if you steal my camera, you can't even use it. So Really? Yeah. No, none of these have none that. Of those do. I've never even ha- experienced that on yeah, a camera. It's a model. It's a it's you know, a certain price you get that, you know, as part of oh, the deal, but it's pretty cool actually. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah, nothing would stop anyone from grabbing one of my budget cams and just pulling an SD card right out of yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I didn't, yep. That's pretty, pretty awesome. Cool. So yeah, I mean, neat. You, you do get and, and the thing takes amazing pictures. I, it's not in our budget cam deal, but right. You know, I just decided one day that you know I had like the old uh, uh, cutty back, like you were talking earlier, but it was the old one. You get the film developed, and right. I finally decided I'm going to buy a good one, and I bought the Reconyx. And man, I just the batteries last forever. I get thousands of pictures on it before I even have to think about the battery. You can leave it out in the worst cold weather ever, and it's just it's awesome. But you're gonna yeah you're gonna pay for it, right? So. Well, I mean on the little on the cheaper cameras like right here on the on the Moultrie, it's got a spot to throw a padlock in, which yeah. you know someone can is still gonna be able to get in that plastic if they want to. Yeah. 
But you're going to break the camera all up doing yeah, it. So right. it just really depends on how bad they want your camera and how yeah. you're going to have a broken camera by the time they get it, which yeah. I'd rather, if you're going to steal one of mine, you're going to mess it up before you get to mm-hmm. use it, you know? But Even my uh, $169 Moultrie MM, or what is it, 990i? Yeah, M990i or something like that. Anyway, it's got a code that really? you punch in it, too, for only 100 and it was 169 on sale. It's like That's 189 usually or something, 20 yeah. bucks off. So you don't have to go that high to get the, the code thing, but which right. does help because at least if you get stolen, you feel better like, ha-ha, sucker. It's like having a lock on your phone. You can't even use it. Bring it back, punk. Right. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. Like, the, the There's a couple <sighs> ways to look at it. You know, Some guys might be like, why are you buying cheap cameras when you got to deal yeah. with all this crap? But for the most part, they're, they've been doing pretty good, mm-hmm. and you can buy them up. And they do all right. But the thing is, you got to realize every year when you go to put new batteries in them, sometimes you're doing it three, four times a year. depends on what you got your cameras over and how many pictures you're getting. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money in batteries. Oh, yeah. yeah. You See, know? that's the great thing about the one I got is I get a year and a half, almost two full years out of it. See, the same awesome. little double A's. Well, they're, you know, they're like Energizer, Ultimate Lithium. Yeah. They're expensive. Yeah, but, but it's worth it. two years. Right. So. Well, I mean, like, let's go. Let's look at this. Uh, let's look at the Moultrie right here. You right. know, if I, if I, I was just saying, if I was a battery company, you know what I would do? They make like packs I, sometimes where they have batteries with them. Yeah, dude, yeah. I, I would like sign a deal with like Moultrie. Like, as soon as your batteries are getting low, if, like I was an Energizer, I would make sure that like when their batteries are low, like on their camera, like the Energizer bunny shows up. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, well, oh man, look like at this, this dough. Th- Oh, the Energizer buddy. Yeah, I ever place batteries on here. Well, this one's uh, this Moultrie Branding. takes eight double A's. <laughs> What's that one? That Moultrie you got down there, Mark? What's um, uh, Cutty back? I'm not sure what that takes. But those Wild Game ones take big C clunky batteries. Yeah, these take four C's. Oh, that one does. Yeah. And then the this uh, Bushnell, the higher end trophy cam that I have, <clears throat> it's got eight double A's as well. So. Yeah. That adds up when you're getting the Duracell, oh, yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah. yep. But I don't know. That's just something to think about. I don't know. That's something we did for fun. It's you know everyone wants a bunch of trail cameras like you see on TV. It does help. You know you get you get to know your deer herd a little better. Mm-hmm. It's a real important tool. Um, I thought that was worth talking about, and I know we talked about it a little bit. So you know you're not you're not an outfitter. So right, it'd be a different story if you had you know it's working class cameras that'll work for you if you you know you spend so much money on other stuff just to right. go hunting that you know sometimes you just for sure you know you're not an outfitter that has to have every single picture and right and somebody's paying big money to come right. do it so it still works for you you're out there too you scout you know your deer you know yeah so. for sure i'm not gonna be too brand loyal because yeah. i just i don't yeah i'm not sure what i like yet you know one day i'll i've heard great things about reconics and i'll get something yeah. like that soon my bushnell's great but, you know, if I keep finding $40 oh, mul- yeah. Moultries, I'm oh, going to just keep buying them. I'm the same way. I actually need to go do this. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you're doing it because, yeah, I, I, I buy $50, $60 cameras all day just because I don't have the money to buy $450 ones. Yeah. What? And, right. uh, no you one really cover, does. Yeah, you got to cover a lot of property. Dude, mm-hmm. if, you, if you ever check out uh, Harbor Freight, they have trail cameras. They do? Really? Oh, dude, I don't know. They're like 30 bucks. <laughs> what are they? What brand? I have no idea. I think it's like Chicago Electric. We should I, buy I <laughs> We should buy I one. I thought about it. it. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I'll, I'll look it up. But, yeah, it's going to be nuts. Well, I don't know. You know, what do you guys think? What cameras are you using? Are they budget cameras? Let us know. Just shoot us an email. 
It's something we, I think it's worth talking about. You know, it sucks kind of all the time having the TV guys waving these fancy cameras in your face, and you're kind of like, well, I'd love to have one. And maybe you have one really nice camera, and the rest are budget cams, kind of like what I'm doing, you mm-hmm. know, and that's completely fine. Whatever works for you. And the tip I have for these budget cams, set them up a long ways on the trail, not a 90-degree angle yeah. to the trail. Yeah. Because you want more time for the slower trigger speed to pick the deer either coming to you or walking away from mm-hmm. you. So, Exactly. I always do mine on like three three bursts with a one-second gap in between. Yeah. So if it doesn't trigger when you think it should have, it's still got two more chances to, to catch trigger it. as he's getting closer. And, you know, it might get that last-second shot if you walked by kind of quick, you know, and you missed your first second or it, right. it works great. For sure. And then, you know, I don't know, just... Like you said, set it down the trail at that angle. It helps better. But you spend your money and get something that don't work on high-end stuff, and you get pissed. Yeah, I mean, sucks. You get tired of it. Um, The other thing I would say is, like I said before a long time ago, I think on an episode, is if you want to review a lot of different things, go to trailcampro.com, mm. and you can look up all these cameras and read tons of reviews and, and save yourself some time and money and, and avoiding the, the ones that are bad, actually. So if you Put were that in smart the description it, of the episode too. Yeah, if you were smart and did it that way and and you knew you were buying good ones for 40 bucks, you could buy a whole herd of them one time and boom, you're in shape. Right. If you just go to the store and say, "Oh, that one kind of looks cool." You could Right. buy 10 bums out of 20, you know? Right. So And that's kind of what I did. I, I went around and tried some different right. stuff on sale and I found kind of what I like and maybe mm-hmm. next year I might get some new Moultries and hate them. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's it's I just kind of go by the fly of it and see what works good. And right, you know, right now I got the the two wild games out and that stealth came out. You know, yeah. it was a new property. I put the ones that I'm willing to put up in areas I'm not sure about yet mm-hmm. with those. And you know, if I all of a sudden I see a 200 inch deer, all my cameras are going to be in there and I'll yeah. be looking for it. You know, but we'll we'll see what happens. I think it was worth talking about. People yeah, were wondering when we were going to do it. So, and if you guys are going to buy them, you know, like uh, we looked at Amazon. If you do go to Amazon, smile that Amazon Dark Horse Lodge. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get. Um, I'm trying. I emailed Moultrie because I wanted to have them given on and talk about their cameras because I was I loved them mm-hmm. and see if we. So we're trying to get that in the works. We'll see what happens there. Um, but yeah, that's kind of all we got for this episode. I think. I think so. Well, you want to keep talking about nothing that you don't you know, know about? Uh, maybe, a, maybe <laughs> guys that have tried different cameras that are not top name market ones could yeah. send you hit you up with some some other good cameras because I know there's like right. co- covert. And well, there's ta- so many different camera names. Tasco makes a camera. Yeah, have you seen that one? At Walmart? Tasco makes a camera. Mm-hmm. There's like thirty bucks huh. at nice. uh, Walmart. I always, I bet that's like the best <clears throat> camera on the market. But I like, never, I've never tried one. I was going because who, who's gonna say anything? Well, like somebody's gonna be like, dude, I use this Tasco. No, you don't. You're just dumb. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I bet, I bet those are the best cameras out there. I'd be I'd be interested to see. They come in no. a little pack. I think they're just simple, and I don't know. You haven't seen those, Mark? I don't think so. Huh? They're, they haven't. They had them at Walmart. I don't know. No, I'm, <laughs> I'll give it a shot. I guess you thought we were done, but I got some questions for you, Kurt. All right, hit me. And for you, Mark. All righty. All right. So you've got them cameras out now. You've got what'd you say? Three out right now. Yeah, I only have three out. As as a working class dude. All right, which you are. What would be the bet, like, if somebody says, hey, look, I'm a working class guy, I just came up on, let's say, 40 acres. Okay. And they're saying, look, how many cameras should I put out? As a working man, 
you got family to feed, you got guests to pay for. Assuming they don't have any cameras yet for that Assuming property. that they have zero cameras for that property. What's a good estimate for you? Well, I would say if you don't have the money, you could do it with just one. I mean, you don't even really have to put cameras up. Well, yeah, but for someone who, who wants, who wants, that, it, yeah. wants to do it. I don't know. I mean, I'd say if you're, if it depends how tight money is. If you can go and buy three forty dollar on sale Moultries, a fives or whatever, buy three of them. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can afford five, buy five of them. I mean, I would say buy as many as you feel comfortable with. That only just puts the you know. I was going to say favor. four. So yeah, you're probably about right on what I'm thinking. Right. Every ten acres. I mean, yeah. that's a yeah pretty small chunk. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty easy to cover. You know, I have. Oh, I think I was up to n- between nine and eleven cameras, or what is what I'm at now. But I have them kind of sporadic out, you know. I mm-hmm. the thing is too, there's certain spots where I'll put cameras, and certain spots I won't because I don't want to walk in there just to fart around and check a camera. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your guys that go and check your. You can check your cameras way too much. You absolutely can. You oh get, yeah. You have the guys that are like hunting the prime and say there's no bucks on their property well yeah. hold on let's take a second and look what yeah. you're doing are you checking your cameras every day yeah you know you're out there in the summer sweating going out there every day in the fall like well that's you know you can almost have cameras too much to where it becomes a burden to your hunting yeah yeah i see i see like people posting pictures of like you know probably may, you know may june and i'm like why are you looking at pictures right now like i, well, I don't the, the growth of it is but here the, my thing is if i'm gonna do that i'm not gonna check my cameras for no. a while yeah. i'm gonna I, put them out and they're gonna sit i force myself to wait for sure two right. weeks for it's sure i like to feeling. go to three weeks i know dude it is. I, I, I always <laughs> love how like every time you go check a check a camera you know you'll go look in there two weeks <laughs> in a certain camera you're like dude they're gonna be hitting it hard and like you go check a camera they left up two weeks, six pictures. Yeah. And like three of them are a raccoon. And you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So you leave it there and then randomly you show up 112 pictures yeah. after you check in. You let it, you only let it go for 10 days. Yeah. I, it's just, I, it's one of those things. I mean, you know, yeah, that's why you put trail cameras out. But at the same time, man, well, I've done two things. I've had it where I'm, I don't like to check them all that, all that much. During hunting season, it's different. Mm-hmm. You know, you can set those cameras up to where you can get to them. Well, I had early January, the buck I hunted all year with the split G2. I had pictures of him at, like, noon. Oh, yeah, Three days that. in a row on one of my moultries, and I'm like, if I would have just checked my cameras more frequently, mm-hmm. I would have been like, oh, he was here. At- I remember you showing me that, and I looked, I go, how was that deer out in the daylight? Late season's yeah, tough. That gets so a lot of tough. daytime pictures in the, day, in the winter, like January, February, yeah. too. Um, I, the only thing I do when I go, when I got them out, when I'm hunting, I'll just check the camera when I'm going to my stand yeah. and that's it. If I got four cameras out, I'm checking the one or two that's on the way to the North wind stand. Right. And then I come out a couple days later, I go hunt the other spot cause it's a South wind and I'll For check sure. those two. I, during season, I would say I almost never just go to check them. I'm right. going to hunt and check then I just check them because sure. I don't add one more trip in there, There's, especially when they're really starting to move around mm-hmm. late yeah. October, early November. Yeah, I, you know that's the best way to do it, really. And you know how unpatternable they are. If I go in there two days in a row and I or one day in a row, I see a, this guy, 
Next day I go hunt there. Oh, yeah. No. He's never there at right. that same time. Oh, you'll never see him again. Yeah. I've never had it where I'm like, this buck's coming here every day at 3 me p.m. Either. Every yep. day he's there. Yep. He's going to be there when I go sit. Yep. I've never had that happen. It's like the third day for me. I can get something to accidentally happen twice, but the third day when I plan to actually go because the wind's right, yeah. it doesn't happen on the third day. Well, it's because <laughs> that wind's right, you know. Yeah, right. Exactly. And you know what? There's a lot of truth to that because, the, you know, hey, I'm traveling this way today, buddy, because of the wind. So it's true. I'm not even. Yeah. So a lot of guys who sit all day that get lucky shooting a buck at whatever time during yeah. the day, like a weird time, mm-hmm. that that buck could be better over here and then the wind shifts and he's going to get yep. up and move to the other spot. So the wind makes sense exactly. for where he's at. Yep. And that's the thing. I, you know, I think, you know, a couple of years ago I hit uh, on film, shot a really nice buck with a messed up side. He ducked my arrow, hit him high in the shoulder and. Um, he's still alive. I mean, I didn't actually didn't see him last year. People were probably like, oh, he's dead. But I saw him throughout the season consistently. Um, but I think that's what happened with him. I was sitting there early in the afternoon, got there real early, and the wind had a big shift that day. Mm-hmm. And I think he was getting up from <clears throat> bedding in CRP. That's over – it's pretty much on the on the neighbor – I don't know, not far from me, about 100 yards from me. I think he was coming in, got over the fence, and was going to bed somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So the wind made sense for him. Yeah. And at. until trail cams can tell you exactly what the wind is doing. Yeah. How cool you know, would that try, be? Oh, yeah. dude, yeah. you know how awesome yeah. that would be? Yeah. yeah. little weather station on top <laughs> spinning. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. You know how many times I've sat in certain stands, and I'm hunting the right wind, and I see a buck go somewhere by my other stand, and I'm like, Oh, they always are traveling into the wind or crosswind so they can cheat and use their nose. Why is he totally going right with the wind? It, you know, you plan and plan, and then they go in the wrong direction. It makes no sense. Right. Oh, dear, always travel into the wind. Bull-loney. <laughs> you right. said, you know, oh, dear. Yeah, oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it's it can be frustrating. I've uh, it's a it's a complicated chess game. Yeah. Here, here's something for everybody. No, uh, I'll answer to you. I don't think I'm out of this. What's the <clears throat> craziest thing you've ever seen on a uh, on your trail camp? Ooh, that's a good question. This is a good one. What's I want, the, yeah, I want these emails, man. Yeah. I want these weird pictures. Yeah, well, I want to hear from you guys too. Yeah. For me, you want to know what mine is? I've never experienced anything weird on my trail camera. I did. Um, you guys saw it. What? That mink? Oh, really? I've, yeah. Dude, I've never seen a mink when it wasn't around a rich lady's shoulders. Like, that's <laughs> nuts. I was like, dude, it must have escaped. I don't know how. Because remember I was showing you that? I was like, Mark, what is this? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I do know. And I it do. was like consistently in every, his backside yeah. was You every... could be like Kilberg and think everything's a Sasquatch. Yeah. <laughs> dude, there's no way. This, this might have been a Sasquatch's, like, pet. <laughs> I know. I know. I remember what picture you're talking about. Yeah. Now, but... I, I've got, like, multiple ones. And I do, for the life of me, we, like, you were like, ah, it's got to be a fox. I go, but look at his head. Yeah. And look yeah. at his body. Yeah, he's got a bushy tail, but. Too close to the ground. Yeah. You know, that that was like super cool because then like I showed you a picture of a raccoon. I'm like, look at the size. Yeah. I've, so. I've got some really cool pictures over the year. Probably, I guess, otters on the Green River. Oh, really? i got some oh, pictures of otters. I've never seen and that then, otter picture. You know how black, I'll just show you, it's not great. It took me a while to figure out what it was, but thank God it was the reconics I could figure it out. Right. Yeah. And uh, so then probably the next weird one would be, you know how blackbirds, the red-winged blackbirds and regular blackbirds will group up by thousands and they'll yeah. fly over you? And yeah. It's just deafening. You can't hear. Mm. I got trail camera pictures of a giant swarm of them coming through the woods and they 
set my camera off and I got like six pictures or eight pictures really? of it. Oof. And it was crazy looking that's on the nuts. camera. It's cool. Really neat. Dude, Some of my favorite like pictures. Creepy, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, that's yeah. weird. I set one over an apple tree one time too and I got a doe, a big old doe, and she's just got a giant apple in her mouth and it's like and her mouth's just wide open, and then it snaps three times. So every time she bites down and chews, it's like really? her jaw moves over one way, and the apple spins, and then she's got it way back in her throat. And I'm like, she's going to choke to death on that thing. I got lots of pictures like that because I really? found a cool apple tree. And just to watch them eat that, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's crazy thing to eat a whole apple like that. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I, I remember like the first time I'd ever seen a deer eat corn. I was like... Yeah. I don't know why I felt like the deer just like use their front teeth like, <laughs> no, like a like a top. typewriter like, you know, <laughs> ding, ding, you know, or maybe pull out like you know them them skewer things, but no, I just throw the whole thing right in their mouth and go nuts. Yeah, I, I, I side just, chew it. With Steve's those done molars. this whole episode with his eyes closed, just so everyone yeah. knows at home. Thinking deeply. <laughs> Not that, you know, I'm just, I I told Kurt That's we need to turn the time. Yeah, it's past my bedtime. I told him we, we need to turn his uh, turn his lights off. Just let the the uh, salt rock salt rock Dude's light work. Yeah, with just the tra- trail camera ambiance going. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We figured this was a, an important episode. To talk about our honest reviews. Kind of just did it super comfortably. No official like rating scale. Just kind of what we think. And yeah, you guys are at about that time where you know you're thinking about you know that uh, you got to get some cameras out there, and yeah, maybe you might just want another one or two and. Somehow you got to sneak it past the wife or a husband, you know. Uh, <laughs> right. So just you know, forty bucks here and there ain't going to be too much. Just you know what? I got a question for you. What do you do for? My biggest problem is horse weeds. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. You put them up now, and I hate it. It's like I got to take my tractor with a bucket back there and knock the horse weeds down. Otherwise, right? It's just I find that I got to kind of put them on creek crossings now. To yeah, where there's helps. where there's not a lot of weeds. I try and break everything out of the way that could blow around and set them off. It's tough. Um, yeah. It Sometimes tough. you end up breaking tons of stuff down. You're I like, know. God, it. I'm just making such a scene here. Right. I mean, maybe if anybody's got a tip on that other than mowing, I mow right. in certain places where I, you know, I'll put them where I'm entering when I hunt. Yeah. And everything, and I'll mow a trail there all year long. Right. Just start mowing every day. Let the deer get used to mow it. Mow all the woods. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Well, like where I set my stealth cam, and it's in a little like creek bed area, but it's mm-hmm. kind of in the timber, and I have it up over the weeds pointed. D- it's almost on a hill. I got it pointed down a trail. It's kind of weird, and I'm hoping that it even does what it does its job. Because I've got yeah. 675 pictures numerous times of the oh, weeds yeah. blowing. I'm, oh, yeah, it sucks. It'd be nice if it, you know, if it didn't totally do motion that way. I know it goes right. off body temperature and infrared and all that, but. Right, I know what you're saying. Well, I don't know. Trail cameras are, uh, they're a, it's a fun world to get into. There's a lot of opinions on it, a lot of different things you can try. A hundred thousand different cameras you can try. If you master trail cameras, you're probably not killing big deer because it's such such a job. You you might, but like it's such a job that it's like it's going to eat up all your time. Uh, So (laughs) let's do this. That was the most unofficial trail camera review you've ever heard, but it's what we know and it's honest. (laughs) Yeah. What are you guys using? What do you like? What do you hate? Um, any recommendations for us to buy this year and try it out? 
Um, if anyone has any experience with those Harbor Freight cameras or those Walmart Tasco ones. Oh, you said Tasco. i got to look that up. But, uh, but thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed this. Getting you through your summer. We're trying. Hunting season's right around the corner. Yep. So you know what to do now. Go shoot your bow. Love you. And hang a camera. Through the Blackwater bayous and in the dark Louisiana night floats a duck camp, alive with the sounds of swamp pop and the smells of Cajun cooking. From the Mississippi Delta in Venice to the Cajun prairies of the Southwest, me and the Duck Camp Dinners crew will be hunting and eating it all. This is Duck Camp Dinner. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.